You're listening to. You're listening to. Let's get real. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Real. You're listening to Brenda and Ashley, and today we have a brand new episode for you guys. It's something that feels really relevant to life right now, so we're pretty excited to get into it. But before we do, we want to do a little mental health check-in, life update, as we usually do. So, Brenda, what is new with you? Honestly, (laughs) I am just very anxious with certain things. Like what? Last week, I was talking about she got into a little bit of an accident. Well, this week, it was my turn. I got myself into a little, little accident, not so little, and it was all so avoidable and so easy to not get myself into the situation, and I did, but it is what it is, and we move on, and we pay the price, and we pretend like it never happened. Do you want to know the funny thing? Brenda did not hit a car. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, we don't have to expose the situation here. She was backing out of a parking spot and she hit a rail type of thing. But it wasn't that hard of a hit. But you would think that she was going 60 kilometers an hour. Yeah, it was the damage was pretty bad. I'm not yeah, it's weird. It was a little embarrassing, but to be fair, it was nighttime. My <laughs> windows are very dented. <laughs> okay. And um, it wasn't on eye level so like it's not like i like drove behind a wall or something anyways let's not talk about it that happened work has been pretty stressful this week but work is always stressful don't really want to talk much about that because everyone knows work is shit is it though like is everybody's work shit or is it I feel like once it starts to feel like work, there is always something that makes you hate it. Whether it's like having to commute there, having to wake up early. That's true. Having to like cancel certain plans because you know you have work the next day. Like there's always something like. Yeah. Even as a YouTuber have my complaints too. Yeah. Like certain people like there's certain things that are beneficial like salaries, certain benefits little things that you know maybe remote working things like that but there's always something that you're just like i wish this was a little different or i wish this could change or i wish i could have this instead of this nothing is perfect we gotta keep shit interesting i guess pretty much anyways mental health check out of 10 i am at a three okay could be lower could be lower The only reason why I wouldn't put myself down below is I feel like low-key, there has been a little bit of progress with my, like, learning how to cope with my anxiety and, like, not making myself feel overwhelmed. I just feel like there's certain things that I try to tell myself now, like, that kind of help me cope with my anxiety, like, telling myself that it could be worse, number one. And regardless if I get anxious or I feel overwhelmed, it's not going to help the situation and it's not going to change the outcome. So there's no point of stressing out over something that is not going to change whether or not I'm stressed out. Mm -hmm. How about you? My mental health is at a one out of ten. I feel depressed. (laughs) I feel sad restless tired off you can probably hear it in my voice i just feel weird man like today i woke up sad also to anyone listening we are recording this while the full moon energy is still lingering there's a mercury retrograde going on and i'm supposed to get my period any second now so i'm just like an emotional wreck i looked at my friend's baby today and i started crying Really? She showed me her baby and I started crying. You know what happened yesterday? I pictured my parents getting old while I was falling asleep. You know when you and I were both in our rooms right after we started talking, we were talking and I went to my room? I I was crying last night. Really? I was crying because I was picturing my parents getting old and taking care of them and like buying adult diapers and I just started crying quietly in bed. And I completely like provoked the thought on my own. I didn't have to spiral that way. It's like I wanted to be sad. I don't know. It was weird. So, yeah, I was crying last night. I don't know if you heard the sniffles. Guess not. 
but i did not yeah no i've been emotional i cried three times today i don't really know why i I know some reasons why it has to do with like something i've mentioned before which is just like losing trust in myself and um just like feeling kind of stagnant i don't know i feel like i need a break sometimes but i'm like i just took a break because i had covid i was doing nothing so i don't really know what the root of it is but i just know that my mental health is kind of declining this week probably temporary but it's where i'm at and i want to be transparent so yeah i mean considering how we're both feeling i think this is definitely a good topic to be talking about yeah it's pretty relevant we're talking today about feeling lost in your 20s it's something that a lot of people go through through all stages of the 20s like i feel early 20s you go through your own bullshit you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. there's always something going on in each stage of your 20s so for example in your early 20s you're just like adjusting to all the life changes in your mid 20s you're trying to like keep up it's like a race you're trying to keep up but in your late 20s the keeping up gets worse it's like you're in a hamster wheel and like now there's the comparison and the pressure and i don't know i just feel like your 20s is just like a shit show so yeah we're gonna be talking about feeling lost in your 20s kind of just discuss how we feel about it and how we navigate through our 20s so i'm gonna ask you a question Mm -hmm. do you think that it's normal to feel lost in your 20s absolutely i think it's very normal to feel lost in all of your adolescence but i think that it's annoying how normalized it is to act like you have it together which is kind of like what we were talking today earlier like people just pretend to have their shit together and like act like they're not lost but in reality we're all lost and it's very fucking normal i feel like nowadays too it's hard to feel happy and to feel motivated inspired and all that because with social media you see a bunch of people feeling happy living their best life they're out here enjoying life but in reality i feel like a lot of times we just show people what we want them to see and we don't show them all the bad stuff and all the things that we're going through the struggles we have to do to make ourselves feel happy and certain things like that that i feel like nowadays it's very hard to like disassociate with certain things Mm -hmm. and i feel like i mean it's like a common quote and i brought it up on the episodes before where like social media is the highlight reels of everyone's life they don't show you the behind the scenes I was actually talking about this in therapy last week because I was talking about how like I have this problem where I compare myself to people online and she really like reminded me um, of the fact that just nothing is fucking real nothing is real like nobody on my Instagram knows that I'm fucking depressed today they don't know that I spent the day crying they don't know anything but tomorrow I'll probably post a picture of me where I look beautiful and like like oh she looks beautiful you know like they don't Mm -hmm. know shit it's true so it's just interesting and like i used to be really transparent on social media i'm like kind of going off topic now where i would like really share how i'm feeling and all that but like sometimes i just i have to remind myself that not everyone's entitled to like the personal side of my life and like my vulnerability at all times because like people will use that against you and people will wish bad on you i see why people don't show us the behind the scenes and the shitty part of their lives like why should they it's true yeah i mean social media has been a thing throughout our 20s but it wasn't as relevant i don't think in our early 20s early 20s that was what like 2015 or so i feel like there weren't as many apps yeah it was facebook instagram Mm -hmm. vine Mm -hmm. wasn't really a social media because it was more just like funny clips yeah so yeah i don't know anyways but like how did you feel in your early 20s um compared to like now like what did you want to do with your life are you doing that now like did you know who you were nah in my early 20s i was living life i wasn't thinking about my future per se like i was thinking for sure like i need to be serious with my school certain things that i I was taking seriously because i knew it was part of my future but I didn't know what I wanted to be. I didn't know where I was going to end up. I didn't know what my like career job was going to be. Or I didn't see myself doing a specific job or working at a specific company. Did you have an idea? 
or no? I mean, I knew I wanted to do something business related mm-hmm. because that's what I was taking. But I had no fucking idea where I wanted to be. It's actually funny. I think when I first took the program, in my head, I thought I wanted to work at a bank. And, <laughs> like, for so long, I was like, oh, I want to, like, maybe get into, like, financial advising and stuff. Because I've always been pretty good with my money. You were and, like, really good as a kid, especially. giving people advice on how to budget and how to, like you know save even to this day like i always try to budget myself and see where i can save like if there's a phone plan that's like 20 dollars cheaper i'm like okay like let's get that if it's the same amount of gigabytes and this and that and just trying to see where you can save money like i just enjoy it's like seeing things organized and put in a specific way and knowing you're saving money just by doing the same thing but in a different way it just brings me happiness you're good with that like brenda doesn't even buy food like rarely ever and if she does it's because it's like whopper wednesday or something (laughs) like i buy food because i love food i don't need a reason i don't need an excuse brenda like she doesn't really i'm the one that's a bad influence like i'll be like should we get this should we get bubble tea should we get chiang mai should we get that except the other day i think the bubble tea was your idea it was yeah which was surprising but um yeah she's really good with that so in your early 20s what was life like for you i forget like you were in school right i was in school did you have a man uh yeah i did Mm. i did have a man um i was like i said i was just enjoying life day by day i wasn't really thinking too far ahead and i was just trying to take everything as it went i was working a lot Mm -hmm. i was working like three jobs working three jobs i had a boyfriend i had friends full-time college yeah it was a lot i didn't have a lot of time to just fuck around but i was also trying to um enjoy my youthful energy and go out where i could and enjoy myself but yeah i know since we're like a couple years apart like we are not a couple years apart we're we're one year apart apart. (laughs) what well you know bro you're february 3rd on february 15 1994 1995 we are yeah okay 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 a year and like a couple days okay but anywho how did you feel in your early 20s versus now uh oh let me think about that in my early 20s i was so lost oh my god when i think about that version of me it's like a whole different person i was shallow i was confused i didn't know myself i wasn't self-aware so that stopped me from like building really um meaningful connections and relationships so i had a lot of surface level friends at that time a lot of party friends uh the people that i was friends with at that time i'm not friends with any of them to this day like any of them unless they were my childhood friends i was dating a guy i didn't i didn't like know how to date at the time i didn't know what i wanted to do with my life i just knew that i was in school because i had to be i didn't want to be in school at all i hated it i hated every well college i liked it was fun college was fun for the social aspect And it wasn't too hard. It was like high school on crack. Like, Mm -hmm. it was fun. I really enjoyed it. But when I went to university, I don't know. It was another story. I fucking hated it. But, yeah, like, I wasn't good at school. I won't lie. I wasn't the best at school. Um, But I didn't know what my future held. And I didn't really care. Like, if I'm being honest, I was not thinking about my future. I was just like... How can I afford to get on the bus tomorrow to go to school? Because I spent all my money at fucking Union Sundays, R&B Soka night. How am I going to get to school? That was my concern. I spent all my money on alcohol, on food. Yeah, I was a mess. I was a mess. But I was also, I still got, I still had it together. I had a job. Yeah. I mean, I worked at Staples. (laughs) I worked at Staples. I don't know. Whoa, what a time. That was like 2015. 2016 was one of my favorite years. It was like my year where I was part-time at school. It was so fun. That was a good year, 2016. (laughs) Yeah, that was a good year. I think my second year of college was 2014 was a good year for me. That was fun. I was living life. That was a fun year for me, too. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life at the time. I definitely knew I wanted to do something creative, but I didn't have the fucking balls to admit that to myself. It was like more of a gut thing. Mm -hmm. So like I would tell myself and tell others, oh, I want to get into marketing. 
oh, maybe I'll get into like digital media, uh, marketing, backend stuff. Like I thought I was going to do a nine to five. Like I really thought I was going to work a nine to five for the rest of my life. And I convinced myself that I was okay with that. Me. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm Me. like, wait, what? I really thought. And I was like, I'm going to work in an office. Maybe I'll get an internship. Like, I... <laughs> I don't know who the fuck I was kidding. I would have been so depressed. I'm not knocking on the 9 to 5 life. It's just not for me. So did you know what you wanted to do with your life at the time? No. Okay. Well, how did you figure it out? <laughs> I did you figure it out? Yeah, I right. I didn't figure it out. You didn't. True. Um, okay. So a little background story. Right after high school, I went straight to college. Um, I didn't have any financial aid. My parents were helping me where they could, but I was pretty much paying my school tuition as they were helping me with, like, you know, food or, like, textbooks, things like that, because the tuition itself was pretty expensive for someone who is working part-time. And has to get good grades. Exactly. So for me, it was more so once I finished high school, I needed to find something quick that I could make some quick money. I can make a little bit more money because I, when I was in college, I'm not going to lie. I was living paycheck per paycheck. Like I didn't have a lot of funds. So I was broke. As shit. Yeah. So once I finished college, um, I got an opportunity. I got promoted at the job that I was working at to be full time and get full time hours. It was good pay. I liked what I was doing at the time. It was fun. I was growing, I was learning, so I was like, fuck this, I'm going to take it. And then, you know when you just kind of get to a place and you feel very fucking comfortable that you're just like, yeah, another year, I'll stay here another year, another year goes by. You know, it's been seven years. So this is the same job that you work to this day. Yeah. Is this your dream job? Hell to the no. What's your dream job? Honestly, I need something that there is some type of growth. I think for me, I'm the type of person that I get very bored once I start to feel like something's a routine and there's no growth. And when I mean growth, I'm not necessarily saying uh, like a promotion, but like some type of raise, some type of like bonus, Mm -hmm. some type of something, you know, because the thing is, too, with jobs like. There's not a lot that motivates you to keep going. There's not a lot of things that keep you inspired and and wanting to keep doing something that doesn't necessarily benefit you because you're working for a company. You're making a company rich. Yep. You need incentive. Exactly. And for me, I need I need that. I need a, I need a place, a company, something that gives me that. That gives me some type of happiness and I know jobs in general will eventually feel like a job so there's something that will bring you misery but at least something you know i don't know i don't know if i agree with that because it's like yeah everything's gonna feel like a job eventually but it all comes down to like what struggles are you willing to put up with yeah you know yeah what i say like i would rather deal with having to put makeup on and like get out of bed and, and like look pretty and pretend to be funny on days that i feel like shit then like clock in and go to a job that i fucking mm-hmm. hate you yeah know? no for sure for sure because there's always going to be something that like i was saying before like you want to change so to answer the question i guess how did you figure out what you want to do the answer is you didn't right? i did not no and it's normal honestly that's one thing i do want to say now uh-huh. since we're on the topic is it is so freaking normal to feel like you're lost or you're kind of like not where you want to be especially in your 20s especially in your 20s but if there is one thing that ashley has taught me is you have to start somewhere somewhere for the love of god somewhere (laughs) (laughs) even if it's you want to be a social media influencer and you start posting one selfie a week you're starting somewhere don't put too much pressure on yourself allow yourself some grace and some patience but yeah, man. I don't know. I think, too, um, in order to figure it out, uh, you have to try things. Yeah. You have to try things. You have to take that step. You have to take that risk and try it because you won't know if you like it or if it's for you if you do not try it. My friend always used to say, throw a shit at the wall and see what sticks. 
That's and now I one. say it because it, it's true. And I remember when I when he said it, I asked him, like, did you come up with that? I don't know if he came up with it. I think he said he did. Maybe he didn't. But I was like, damn, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I still say it because it's like some shit's going to fall off the wall and just, you know, you know, what will tumble. Hmm. Pasta that's cooked properly. Have you ever heard that? When you Yes, I have. But like. I'm talking like more metaphorical. I know, but like, that's what I just thought of. Right yeah. when you said that, I was like, thank you for pasta. sharing that piece of information. <laughs> if anybody's cooking pasta, just know that if it's fully cooked, it will stick to the wall, <laughs> but you will waste a noodle unless your walls are clean like ours. So you can put it back in the pot. Anyways. All right. So you did mention yourself too, that you didn't know what you wanted to do with your life when you were in, in school and you were kind of just going along with it. Did you end up figuring it out? Yes and no. I feel like it, kind of was like meant to be my path the way that I did things so like as I was in school and I realized how much I hated it my channel happened to take off at that time so I was able to kind of just go with that and then I got offered a book deal and I was able to write my first book and then things just kept kind of happening for me so I ran with the momentum and I decided to take some time off of school that's how I am here today doing what I do full-time However, I don't think this is like the end all be all. Like, I think I'm meant for greater, uh, whatever that means. I don't know what that means yet. And I think I haven't figured it out fully. Like, I know the track that I want my life to go on. I know the things I want to do. However, I feel like I need to try different things and figure out what the true end all be all is. Like, do I want to do coaching or do I want to just be a full time YouTuber? Mm-hmm. Do I want to run some type of merchandise or like production company or marketing agency i don't know i don't know what i want to do yet and i feel like i need to dip my toe in all the waters and test it out Mm -hmm. so right now i'm trying to take opportunities as much as i can like the other week i was on set for a shoot that honestly like i wasn't getting paid for but i was like let me try it and see how i feel about being on set again and being in this environment now i'm taking people up on opportunities and reaching out to people networking with people to just kind of like be in the right rooms to learn what I want to do but to answer the question I don't have it fucking figured out I don't I don't know what I want to do I just know I am meant to create and entertain and heal those are things I know I'm not boring I can be but I just I know that I I'm meant to kind of like be seen in Mm -hmm. a way you know Mm -hmm. yeah I know my purpose and for me my purpose fuels me enough to just like allow myself to follow that and hope that I will be guided to what my path is meant to be if mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah so looking back on your like early 20s version of yourself do you have the same goals as you did back then <laughs> no <laughs> what were your goals back then my goals back then were to get rich <laughs> no I think I remember back then I actually wanted to become or not become, but I wanted to get into, like, law. At one point, I wanted to be a teacher. I did not know that. Yeah, at one point, I wanted to be a teacher, which I'm actually glad that I did my co-op at a school because that is when I realized that I do not want to work with <laughs> with kids. I'm surprised you even considered that, to be honest. The thing is, I love children. And you're good with them. I love children. And I think for me, too, it's, like, at a certain age, once you start to get a little bit like snappy and have a little bit of an attitude that's when i'm like ah fuck this shit i'm ready mm-hmm. to slap this child in the <laughs> face <laughs> but once they're small and cute and they like to just like play and touch things i'm all about it maybe ece should have been my path instead of a teacher but then i also like can't be bothered with like multiple children bro i can't even see you doing that to be honest I worked at a daycare for a co-op one time. You're good with kids, but I just can't imagine you dealing with kids every single day. Yeah. I think that's enough birth control for you. If those were your goals back then, what are your goals now? Like, what's changed? I realized how much school you need to do in order to get into law. (laughs) And I also heard that it's a very, very stressful job. Because think about it. You're, like, defending someone. And (laughs) that's, like, a life-and-death situation. Like, what if someone got raped and you're trying to like solve their case that's intense i don't think i could do it also like people's lives are in your hands Mm -hmm. and maybe not in the same way that maybe like a surgeon has people's lives in their hands but it's it's a different i don't know 
that that's a lot of pressure it is Girl, that's scary i know that's not for me yeah i just remember realizing how much money you can make and i was like oh yes but yeah no not anymore Mm-hmm. I knew one of my goals was to become financially stable, but more so in a sense where I was making good money. I wouldn't say I'm making good money. I think I'm making fair money. Mm-hmm. I'm making a living. Yeah, I'm making a living. I, you know, have my savings here and there, but like good money would be nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were certain things that I did definitely accomplished. Like, getting my driver's license, having a car, finding my own place. But I think career-wise, I didn't get to where I set myself to be. I mean, you say didn't, like, you're dead. Like, you still have time I do. and opportunity ahead of you. So, you haven't yet, I think, is a better way of phrasing it. Because you still have time. Yes, I just need to figure it out. And you will. Oh, thank you for the positivity. Got you, homie. If anyone needs some type of assistant or, like, has a good job out there for me, just um, let me know. Because I don't really know what my job is going to be, but I just need to be something that pays well. <laughs> no, not pays well, because I'm getting paid well. I need something that pays me good. G-O-O-O-O-O-D. Good. I did not have the same goals in my early 20s as I have now. I, like I said, I was thinking I was going to end up in the corporate world, buying suits and business casual attire. Uh (laughs) Ugh. God, I hate business casual attire. It's the worst. It's the worst. Okay, no, it can be fun when you got money. When you don't have money, it's boring. I think for me, too, because... I'm the type of person I like to have a set outfit or a set. Like, I'm not. I think Brenda wears the same thing every single day, (laughs) which is fine. So for me, corporate is good because it's just like, okay, dress pants and a different top. Like, what? Nah, corporate. What are you talking about? Corporate, you have to be more creative. What you do is fine because you can wear like the same thing. But if I was in a nine to five office life, I'd be wearing pantsuits and like doing the most you know what i mean like you can't just pull up in like the same corporate suit every day and i was doing that when i worked at the bank no, i was wearing like different like outfits but like it was like definitely the same thing like a pair of dress pants and a dress shirt dress pants dress Ugh, shirt dress pants dress shirt casual. but yeah so i did not have the same goals i didn't think i'd end up being a youtuber even though to my core like i loved youtube still do i didn't think i'd end up like i don't know it's like i knew i was destined for more but i didn't realize like i didn't see the potential yet you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's really weird to look back because i it's like i was waiting for something to happen and in the meantime i was just like pretending to plan for a future that i didn't want but Mm -hmm. convince myself that i wanted so like no my goals were different okay so you were saying that your goals were different in your early 20s than they are now Um, How often do you feel like you don't know what you're doing? All the fucking time. All the time. I sit and I contemplate what I'm doing and I say, what the fuck am I doing? And what am I going to do next week? What am I going to do next year? And I get the imposter syndrome. That shit just kicks in. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm lost. I am a failure. And I hate to be self-deprecating. I'm not a person who is self-deprecating often, Mm -hmm. but every now and then it kicks in and I'm just like, what is going on? And then I see my friends and they're like fucking nurses Mm -hmm. and dental hygienists and, you know, real estate agents. And I'm just there like, hey, guys, welcome back to my channel. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I just feel so confused and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm 26. So... Yeah, yeah, I feel like that all the time. But I also, like, accept it. And I know that it kind of comes with being in my 20s and with the career that I chose. And that's okay. So I don't get hard on myself about it, but I definitely do have that thought, like, pretty often. And then I'm like, am I going to do this for the rest of my life? What am I going to do in five years? 
can I be like a mom and be YouTubing? You know, like, no, I don't want to do that. I think we all get it. I don't know. I'm sure you get it too, don't you? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of times where I feel like I kind of question myself, like, what am I really doing with my life? Like, am I really going to this place and working these hours for something that I really don't care in the long run? Like, And you're a it, loyal employee. I'm very loyal. Very loyal. I'm a good worker. That's the thing. And sometimes I wish I had, you know, enough money. Because the thing is, too, through working in these jobs that I've worked at, I've met amazing and very hardworking people mm-hmm. that sometimes I just wish I had millions. And this is why I say, if anyone wants to do a anonymous donation to my account, like feel free, just ask me what my numbers are and I will give it to you. But anyways, if I had, <laughs> if I had good money, I feel like I would just start something because I would have someone to do this and to do that, to do that. Like, what do you mean by start something, though? What is that? Sorry, mean? like start a business in where I could figure out where I can put every hardworking person that I know in some sort of position. You know what I mean? Like, I could have you as like my ecom person. I could have my boyfriend doing IT tech stuff. I would have my friend who's an accountant taking care of payroll. That just shows how selfless you are. You're just like trying to put people on before you even consider like what you want. You're like, I don't care what I want. I just want to like make my people make sure they eat. The thing is, I want my people and myself to succeed and to feel happy. To do something that everyone loves to do and work towards their own company. You know what I mean? Like it's my company. But, like, in a sense, it's all of our companies because mm-hmm. we are a team. We are working together. We are, like, motivating each other. There's something. You're doing something in this field that you love to do and that you're learning and that you're making other people happy. That person's doing the same thing but in a different position. And it's just, like, I just want everyone to be happy. I want my people to be happy. I want my loved ones to succeed. I want to succeed. That I want very, money. I want everyone to have money. Very, very inspirational and beautiful. But I'm just wondering how often you <laughs> feel like you, you don't know what you're doing in your 20s. <laughs> often. Honestly, often. A lot of times I question why I work at the company I work for when I'm not growing. I'm in the same spot. It's useless work. I often have this thought of what the fuck am I really doing? I'm How often? 27 years old, turning 28, and I'm still at the same spot that I'm at when I was, like, friggin' 20 years old. So often. I would say every fucking day of my life when I wake up, I say, did I win the lottery yet? Did anyone I know win the lottery yet? Why the fuck am I still here? Why am I waking up to get, go to this job that I really don't give a fuck about? Damn. It's, it's horrible. And the thing is, it's hard because when you're an adult, it's like when you're a mom. You know, when you're a mom, you always put your kids first no matter what. Mm-hmm. You feed those kids. You put those kids first. You need to buy a pair of new shoes, but your kid needs a new jacket. You're buying that kid a new jacket. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how it is when you get to a certain point of your life when you're an adult and you're like, I need to get this money. I need a, you know, and it's not just for for you necessarily but it's like you know you want to buy your your friends christmas gifts birthday gifts you have a birthday coming up you have a dinner you want to go to your best friend's dinner you want to go to your best friend's but what cottage makes you think trip. that another job can't provide that no for, for the sure they this one can for sure it can 100 percent. but it's also you're weighing out your your pros and cons when you get to a certain age like is this is this paying me enough where i can still do all these things is this job still going to, you know, give me the freedom that I have at this p- place? And it all comes down to comfortability and, like, how long you've been I somewhere. don't know. I don't agree with that. Because, like, you get comfortable anywhere you work if you spend enough time there. Like, you're always going to be uncomfortable in a new situation. Yeah. But then life settles. You adapt because you're a human being. And three months in, you're comfortable. And then you're fine. But now you have a new job and you're getting a little bit more pay and you like it better than the last one. Yeah, you had three months of being uncomfortable, but now you're here you just gotta put up with it it's true but sometimes some things are easier said than done you know yeah but like brenda and i made an agreement that i'm gonna stop commenting on her life so i'm going to tap out of this part of the conversation (laughs) before we get into a full-on debate 
on why I think she should quit her job. Um, anyways, moving on. <laughs> Do you ever deal with uh, like comparing yourself to others, envy, jealousy with like friends, social media, things like that? Hundred percent. What usually triggers it? Would you say? For sure, Instagram, seeing people work these like big career jobs or like buying houses, buying this, buying that. And I'm just like, how the hell do these people do it? Like, how the hell are they already at their career job, engaged, have a house, freaking about to pop a baby out? And I'm just here like, hmm, what am I going to have for dinner today? (laughs) what the fuck i know sometimes i'm like am i the one that's behind or are these people like five steps ahead of me like you know what i mean i know it's like scary i feel like we just have to remind ourselves that like time is just a social construct and it's not really real and we all choose our own timelines and i struggle with that i i really struggle with that when it comes to comparing myself to others i feel Like, that's one of my biggest downfalls. The time that I spend on social media, a lot of it is, like, seeing people. Why aren't I at that event? Why didn't I know about this before? Why haven't I done this? This person's doing... You know what I mean? Like, Mm. and it's not even just social media. It's my friends as well. I don't wish bad on them ever. I don't have, like, strong envy to the point where I'm giving them negative energy. But definitely, sometimes, like, when my friends tell me big news, I'm so happy for them. But then, like, hours later, I'm like, fuck i need to do something i need Mm -hmm. to i need to start you know like building myself so that i can be doing this soon as well like it it gets me very happy and motivated but then i'm also like bro what the fuck am i doing and it's again imposter syndrome kicking in i'm not a failure i'm not at all but it's just like shit like this gets in my head and if anyone's listening and they listen to you know podcasts or they watch youtubers or they they follow their friends from high school and they get jealous or compare themselves like just know that it's normal and we all fucking do it i'm sure even kylie jenner does it yeah she does it she probably looks at other people gets jealous over something i don't know Mm -hmm. like oh they don't have a kid they're single or oh wow like they've never gotten surgery and they're so beautiful you know like you never know it's human nature i feel like we all do it yeah all do it doesn't matter who you are even fucking rihanna probably I don't know if Rihanna's doing that. You know what, though? This is strange. I don't know if this is weird or anyone else can relate to this. But I've noticed for myself anyways that whenever it's a family member who is succeeding, for some reason, it's easier for me to feel super happy for them. Like, if I know you're doing something great, my sister's doing something great, like, cousins, like, mom, dad, I'm like, oh, my God, that's so great. Like, I, I feel like... As if I'm the one that's getting yeah, the promotion or I'm getting Family the job. Family loved ones, like close, close friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But then sure. when it's friends, yeah, you can't help but think like, damn, like we're the same age. We went to the same school. Like, yeah, we have similar ambitions. How the hell did this person land this job, land this For career, sure. land this car? How do they make all this money to get where they are? And I'm just here on the sidelines, just cheering them on. You know, yeah. it's weird. It's so weird. And it doesn't take away from the happiness that you have for them, but it definitely like forces you to reflect and like look at yourself. And that's not fun. I think it's also cause like with your friends, you're like kind of in, in a sense on the same timeline in, in terms of like your age, things you've gone yeah. through. But when it comes to family, it's like, it's different cause they're either older, younger, than you so and yeah. and you've seen them grow so to you it's kind of like that's my little sister i'm gonna cheer them on that's my you know mom and it, it's i don't know it's just so different so with that being said like do you feel like you're doing i already know the answer but do you feel like you're doing all that you can right now like do you feel like you're in the process of creating your dream life a life that you don't really envy others or no I feel like there's definitely things that I can improve in to make that dream happen. But there's a lot of things that low key in the back of my head are stopping me. And I wish I didn't have all those thoughts and things come to my head because I feel like it'd be a little bit easier just to like let go and and just take that leap of faith and just hope for the best. 
but I don't know, man. Sometimes it's so freaking hard. I think your biggest problem is like limiting beliefs. Yeah. And fear. Yeah. Yeah. The fear. One of my biggest fears is the fear of failing. The fear of failing. The fear of regret. There's a lot that I wish I could just not affect my life day to day. But it can does. And it's so freaking annoying. Like what? Just fear in general. Fear. There's certain fears that I just let myself. It just takes control of my life. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just, it's it's hard. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Are you creating your dream life? Yes, I definitely am. I mean, in the past week or two, I've been kind of slacking because I have felt out of alignment. But other than that, I feel like I wake up every day and I ask myself, what am I doing to create the life of my dreams and to be in alignment with who I want to be? And I act accordingly and I show up for myself. But again, past two weeks, mm -mm, I've been slacking. But to my core, yes, I I feel like I am creating my dream life. It's slow. You know, it's been a little bit of a slow journey in the past two years. And sometimes it's discouraging and it's hard and it is risky, but it's worth it. But it's a lot of things, that's for sure. Like, it's not it's not for the weak. Like, this shit is not easy. It's It takes a very strong personality and a very intense work ethic and desire to succeed. So, yeah, I think everyone has that in them, though. That's the thing. I just think we have to want it enough. And I want it. So, yeah, I, I feel like I am. I am creating my dream life. It's very important to me because I... If I, if I have the 9 to 5 life that I thought I wanted, I would be fucking miserable. Like, I, I would actually show up every day, go to the washroom, and cry. I would cry. I used to do that when I worked, like, a corporate, kind of corporate, like, environment for, uh-huh. like, uh, six or seven months. I'd go to the washroom and cry. And then I'd walk home, and I'd cry. It was horrible. And I'd put on my business casual clothes, and I'd look in the mirror, and I'd be like, you look so corny. Like, I would be so mad that I was leaving the house in these corny work outfits, which, again, like, this is no shade to anybody in that life. It's just it's not for me. And because it's not for me, like the the outfits were not it. Like, I was just buying like thrifted and like the cheapest shit just to like show up and look presentable. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I'm kind of going off on a tangent. But like, yeah, like that life is just not for me. So like, I hope no one thinks I'm throwing shade because there's nothing wrong with it. It's just like people with creative brains they don't thrive in those environments it sucks the life out of us but yes i am actively working to create the life of my dreams on the daily when my mental health is not at a one out of ten so how do you feel about happiness versus stability because like i just mentioned like nine to five life it didn't make me happy however it was a very stable income you know what are your thoughts on like feeling happy and content and loving your job but maybe being like slightly you know broke versus making the money you need but hating your life sorry when i say broke i mean you can pay all your bills but you're not as comfortable as you'd like that's hard because the thing with me i value happiness i don't want to be super miserable i think because i've worked a couple of jobs and now know what misery really is and how you can really hate your job and just come home and feel anxious and just want to drink a whole bottle of wine to yourself. But the thing, too, is like stability is important to me because I do need to feel some type of stability. Like I need to know that I can do things that I enjoy doing without having to question like, Okay, am I going to go snowboarding today or am I going to, like, eat good food? Because I can't do both. Mm, yeah. So, That's for true. me, it's it's really hard. I feel like ugh, I'd probably pick stability. I don't want to say that out loud. No, but a lot of people will agree with you. It's really just a preference. There's nothing wrong with it. I know, but I do value happiness, too. Like, I don't think you should not feel at least slightly happy. For example, me. I'm going to be honest. I, I don't fuck with the company i work with i think the company i work with is a piece of shit however the people i work with are just uh love them my manager she's listening love her she talks about she's just just 
oh, she's just amazing. She's she's just amazing. She's best manager I've ever had. Jen, you were also really good. Does manager. she listen? Are you trying to get a raise? <laughs> no, I don't even know <laughs> if she's gonna listen to this. She might. She might not. <laughs> But no, genuinely, genuinely, there's not a lot of managers I liked. There's only two in my whole entire life that I've ever really, truly, like, cared about. But anywho, love the people I work with, and that's the one reason why I always wake up and I show up to my shift. The loyalty I have for the job is not for the company. It's for the people that I work with. That makes a little more sense because I always tell Brenda, like, you don't owe this company shit call in sick do this this. (laughs) and she's like no i can't i can't do that i'm like brenda this company doesn't care about you but i guess i didn't realize like it's not about the company it's about it's about the people man the people the people once you create a family bond at work it's hard to it's hard to let go sometimes and i think that's also another reason why sometimes when i do want to let go it's like but my family i don't know it's tough I think happiness is important, but I do think stability is slightly more important than happiness. I don't know, man. I feel happiness over everything. We got one life. We got a limited amount of time on this floating rock in space. And to me, I just feel like I obviously I don't want to be dirt poor, broke, you know, but if I can live a comfortable life and be happy and content with what I do, that is enough for me to get by for a while. Do I want that for life? No. However, I do feel like it's worth sacrificing a few years of comfort and stability to build a life that you're going to enjoy and be proud of. I, I understand why people desire stability, especially people who came from chaotic or unstable households. I think I'm fortunate enough to have been raised in a very stable, financially comfortable house. So I feel like I can take the risks. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I just I really I really value happiness because if I, God forbid, were to die next year, I don't want to look back and be like, I dedicated my whole life to a company that I fucking hate versus I did what I wanted when I wanted and I'm about to die and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I do understand the other perspective. I understand it. I just don't agree with it. Like, for me, it's hard for me to grasp that. I'm just like, what the fuck? But I get it because being broke or being, you know, living an unstable life is not fun. It's stressful. Mm -hmm. It's very stressful. And it could take a toll on your mental health if you're in too deep. It's not a good time if you're if you're really struggling. So it's not it's not for everybody. Somebody that I used to spend a lot of time with was constantly, constantly broke. And just being around that energy stressed me out. And I told myself, I don't ever want to. Like, if I ever get to that point, mm-hmm. I'd rather be miserable. Because there's a certain level of instability that I can't do. Yeah. And when I was around that person, I saw that. And I was like, I, I will not go to that level. Like, I'd rather just, you know, sacrifice my happiness for a little bit to mm-hmm. just feel some stability. Because to a certain extent is too much it's too much but to each their own i don't think there's you know anything wrong with either side it's just whatever you're comfortable with and whatever you desire out of life Mm -hmm. so we are wrapping up but there are a couple of questions we kind of want to go over so with all this talk about you know chasing your dreams finding happiness versus stability blah, blah blah like do you feel like you have a purpose that you are eventually going to work towards and like if you do what is your purpose and if you don't know that's okay you can say that i'm just curious if you do feel like you know it um i know that a part of my purpose is to help people in some way Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm that type of person that i'm always hands-on i'm always ready to drop what i have going on to help my friend to like just make it easier for someone to get through their day Um, I've noticed a lot of times my friends come to me for advice, for opinions, to vent, to let themselves kind of like let go. Mm -hmm. So because of those things, I feel like a part of me is meant to help people in some way. Yeah. I just don't know exactly what it is. I know it's not in some type of nursing or doctor or medical. Not with your anxiety. Nah, man. And I cannot see blood like I will faint. How do you feel like you can find your purpose, like your true purpose and what it could really be like specifically? 
I think it's just to test the seas and to to try things that make me feel comfortable and make me feel happy. Are you currently doing that? I mean, I want to start to do that in some way, but I haven't really found out what step one is and where to start. Are you actively trying to figure out what step one is? Yes and no. More so now I think about it. And every time I do something that I enjoy doing, I do question myself like, is there something in this happiness? For example, let's say it's baking. Is there something in baking that is connected to helping people but that I also enjoy doing? Mm-hmm. Like I know that now when I when I enjoy something, I step back and think, can this become some type of career? Can this okay. be something that long term I can do in some sort of way that brings me happiness and brings the people around me happiness? That's good. So like it is on your mind. Yeah, I think about it more often than I than I used to, mm-hmm. but I still haven't figured out. It's like I know I want to start something. I just don't know how to start it or where to where to start. Okay, that makes sense. How about you? Would you say that you found your purpose in life? I definitely feel like I found my purpose. I discovered it in 2020 through lots of self-reflection and lots of TED Talks videos on YouTube. Those help me out a lot. My purpose to me is I help inspire change and growth in others. I help people feel comfortable enough to, you know, reflect and look at who they are internally. And and I, I feel like I have a very healing energy Um, that's why through my YouTube channel and all my work and even my interactions with people that I love I really just try and help people understand themselves to a deeper level and just like see themselves for who they are I really feel like everything that I do roots back to that 100% thank you yeah it's, it's really important to me and I I actively work on that and that's why like even in these episodes when Brenda and I are talking I just like to ask questions sometimes to make people think a lot of questions yeah sometimes i ask too many questions (laughs) i ask too many and i i cross boundaries and i'm working on that but a lot of times i do feel like i can kind of help people understand themselves or like what they're doing or why they're doing it and to me that's enough so Mm -hmm. i feel like that's that's my purpose that's my purpose and i i truly believe that i have a gift and i'm okay with saying that i i don't feel like i sound narcissistic or cocky like i i have a gift and I think a lot of people do have a gift as well. They just need to tune into it, you know? But yeah, that is my purpose. A little bit off topic, but also kind of on topic. If you had to think of something that you think I would be good at, whether it be a chef or a bus driver. Or Not whatever. a chef, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is something that you feel like you'd be like, hmm, I could see you doing that. Ooh, I want you to answer this for me after, too. Okay, so for you, I feel like you'd be good at... You're talking, like, career level, Mm -hmm. right? I think you'd be a really good social worker because you have a lot of empathy to make people feel understood and cared about. You would make sure that any case, like, any client that you have would be taken care of and you would do everything you can to make sure they're good and make sure that they know that you're doing everything you can you know what i mean mm-hmm. you wouldn't make them feel unseen or neglected like i feel like you truly treat them like they were your own fucking child or cousin um however the problem with being a social worker for you is that i feel like it would also come home with you you'd bring the problems home with you and that would affect your like mental health but if we're talking like job wise i think you'd be really good at that because you can kind of incorporate like mentorship slash coaching without needing the certification do you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah you go to social worker school and you can be like a counselor and, and like a guide to them without having to like be a therapist yeah so it's less pressure you're helping them out you're there for them they feel like they can call you i don't know i feel like you'd be a really good social worker mm, maybe i should look into that yeah and it's not that lo- that much school interesting interesting yeah what about me <laughs> For you, I would say, I would say like a therapist or a psychologist. I appreciate that you said that. I feel the way you talk, especially when you're trying to understand someone, you ask them questions in a sense where you're making them think. Mm-hmm. Mom like, tells me that too. Yeah. And sometimes it pisses me off, but at the same time, for certain things, I actually really like it because it's not questions that I would normally ask myself. Like, you'd be like, but 
how does that make you feel? Mm-hmm. What made you think that this was going to be a good idea? What made you feel like you should have done what you did? And then you start to really think like, mm-hmm. why did fuck? I do that? Why do I feel this way? Yeah. That's the goal, man. That's the goal. Like when I'm asking those questions, I want people to reflect and like, I want them to walk away and be like, hmm, I never thought of that mm-hmm. and reflect like that is my goal. They don't need to give me the answer. I don't care for the answer. I just want them to look inwards and find the answer themselves. And like, I remember when I had a wine night with the two friends that came over the other day, my friend was telling me something about how she has a hard time, like feeling vulnerable and opening up. And I was like, why? And she's like, because it makes you blah, blah, blah. makes you feel this and that. And I'm like, why does it make you feel that way? And she's like, because blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, so this, that, and the third, why does that make you uncomfortable? And she's like, I don't know. And I was like, ask yourself. And she was like, whoa. And then she was quiet for like mm-hmm. five minutes. And I was like, ah, yeah, I could see the gears turning. Ashley does that type of shit. And it's sometimes, fun. like I said, like when it's something you don't want to think about and she makes you think about it, you're like, bro, shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, I can see when Brenda's like, can this bitch shut the fuck up? But I can also see her after like, hmm. Yeah. Or then yeah. after I'll <laughs> pretend like I don't care and then yeah. I'll go to bed and I'll be like. Mm, that was a good point like why the fuck did i do that why the fuck did i think this way why did i do it like that (laughs) i think i've gotten better with those like probing questions since i started therapy because now i'm being asked a lot of those questions so Mm -hmm. i'm learning new skills and tactics to like dig deeper into like someone's brain that's why i said i appreciate that you even said that because i would love to be a therapist or psychologist i just don't have it in me to do the school i know i'm capable i just don't want to do it yeah i don't fuck with school school. and it's like it's years you got to get your phd Mm -hmm. you know like you're a doctor at that point i don't know if i want all that (laughs) i just don't know yeah it is a lot of work but i could definitely see you do it like if it's something you're passionate about it'd be like 100 percent do it because yeah i feel like you'd be good at it like maybe when i'm old and bored or something yeah but life coaching i feel like i can do that that and that's something easier in schooling you just get a certificate yeah and i will do that eventually but yeah i guess that's all for today this was a nice therapeutic episode i okay so i started off the episode at a one i feel like i'm at like a 2.5 now I actually feel better. Maybe it's the wine. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's the talks with me. Maybe it's the talks plus the wine. I feel better. Um, 2.5. Yeah, I don't know. But this was a good episode. And I hope that whoever's listening feels heard, feels seen, feels mm-hmm. understood. You're not alone. We're all going through it. And yep. we're pretending to get by. But we're all fucking just sinking. Yeah. All sinking. <laughs> That's one thing, honestly, that we all have to tell each other and remind mm-hmm. yourself, you know, like you're not alone. You're and not that alone. if you feel a certain way, chances are someone else feels the same exact way. If you feel lost, there are other people who feel lost. Yeah. If you don't know what you're doing, well, guess what? I don't know what the fuck I'm doing either. <laughs> and when it comes to your 20s, I always hear the same thing. Your 30s, you feel like when you get in your 30s, it's like the best years of your life. And you look back at your 20s and you're like, that was ghetto. And then when you hit your 40s, that's prime time. That's your best years. I always hear that. Your 30s are lit, but then when you get to your 40s, it's like, whoa, this is great. So the best is yet to come. I, yeah. I believe that. I do believe that. I think my 30s are going to be great. 30 and flirty. 30 and flirty and thriving. thriving. <laughs> I'm going to be beautiful. I'm going to have more money. I'm still going to be young enough to do the things, but I'm also more put together and I'll probably have more shit going for me. So... I'm okay with that. I'm looking forward to 30. I used to dread it. I'm kind of like excited for my 30s. Yeah. Another thing too I want to like mention is I think it's very important to always motivate each other. Mm-hmm. Motivate each other, push each other, inspire each other. Don't I know sometimes like it's we always feel like we're in a competition with one another. Yep. Like it's not a competition. You want everyone to thrive. You want everyone to do great things. And I feel like the more you want great for people, the more you're also inviting that type of energy into Absolutely. your life. Absolutely, law of attraction. Um, exactly, law of attraction. So you wish good things to others, great things will come your way. Karma, so, what goes around comes around. So always be happy for others and inspire those around you. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, with that being said, I guess that wraps up today's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it and maybe it inspired you maybe it got you thinking i don't know but we hope that it resonated with you in some way if you like the episode make sure to rate and review us on the apple podcast app and spotify 
And don't forget to check us out on our Instagram account. It's Let's Get Real the Podcast. And with that being said, we hope you guys enjoyed the episode and we will be back next Monday. Bye. Bye.